I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, MJ. Hi, Marie. And hi, listeners. Welcome to Dispatches from the Kardashian Simulacrum, where we process our media theory takeaways and other hot takes from this week's Kardashian content. But actually, this week, it's pretty much just going to be the Kardashians TV show. We are still in London. The second episode of American Horror Story hasn't come out yet. And we are downloading that on the internet. We don't have screeners. We do not. We're watching it along with you guys. (laughs) Basically, the way we can watch the Kardashians is we get to watch from the future. Right. And we're watching from the present with AHS. That is too confusing. We're getting this episode done before the second episode of American Horror Story has even come out. Exactly. So the only content, Kardashian content we've seen for this second episode of the podcast is Kardashians episode two. Let's jump right in. Another very fluffy episode. Continued defenses of Chloe's continued connection to Tristan. Kim goes to Harvard. Kim leans into her criminal justice reform work by trying to get Kevin Keith out of incarceration. Chris Jenner is in Megan Trainer's video. Oh, why did I overlook that? It was very, very on brand. It was um, kind of perfect for Chris, but it didn't really hit the internet as we expected it would. But anyway, the point is, yeah, Chris in a Megan Trainer video. Kim goes to Harvard. Kim criminal justice reform. Chloe interested weirdness. Yes. So one note we'll make as we kind of move into this world of the simulacrum, they were like making a big deal about like how like who'd never had a martini before? Chloe, which I really find hard to believe. Well, that's the thing. They're doing a thing in this season a lot of like first, like this is my first beer that was last episode. This is my first martini. And it's just a little irony that these are women that have done everything under the sun. If you Google it with their names, you'll find imagery of it. If they have sca- traveled the world, even if it's like within the confines of resorts for the show, they are multi-genre ladies, but then like they're showing us these things they haven't done. Is it believable? Who knows? They're pe- there's weird ironies and, and contradictions in people, but mm-hmm. the point is like, why is that notable? Why is it included in the narrative? Why is it something that like audiences will likely remark upon? Because we, the subtext of everything is that they do everything and have everything. Yeah, exactly. You know? So do you think, what do you think the function of it is though? Tension. Irony. How do you think they like plant? Do you think it's one of those things that just comes naturally to them? Yes. I think this is where they are. 
incredibly intuitive authors of narrative. They're like narratologists, truly. So it's not like there was like a meeting where they're like, okay, we're going to like start having offhanded comments about <laughs> da 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 da. Or is it just like them kind of like knowing what to give the camera when? Great question. I think both. I think there have been enough meetings, plotting weird shit sometimes, that there's an intuition now of like, let's, I'm holding a martini glass. I've never done this before, guys. Slash, there might be brainstorming things that are really psychological that are like, what are things none of us have done before? I'm sure they have to check in with that. So to think about what's novel or what worked a few seasons ago, mm-hmm. you know? Dude, totally. And then that generate that just jogs the mind. I, I, and that's what's interesting. That is why this is a simulacrum that we enjoy examining because that's a different state of mind. That's a different frame of mind to be existing in at all times, to be authoring your life story as you live it mm-hmm. and like rendering it, even if you don't always notice that you are, but there's always to some extent a, a double consciousness. Right. You know, Khloe Kardashian never having had a martini. I've never had a martini. Oh, they're scrumptious. Marie's a martini gal. At the right place. I always go. Any place I go that I want a martini or think I might want a martini, I go and I say, can I see your olives? Yeah. And if those olives are... Perky. What does that mean? What's a perky olive? (laughs) Um, Like ripe? Like a ripe Yeah, I need a big ripe... I don't know if ripe is the right word, but I need a big, juicy olive. No, a martini is like a luxury thing. you got to like lean into the full experience. Correct. Um, another moment they had was calling themselves different Spice Girls. I'm not even going to get into that right now. I have to acknowledge it, but I'm not going to get into it for reasons you'll all understand in several years. <laughs> that makes it sound so intense. <laughs> I know, but you know what? It's intense to me. So you guys just like wonder what that means. Next, Kim... <laughs> name drops Beyonce. She says, you should have seen me. I don't even know what she was talking about. She's like, I danced all night at Beyonce's birthday party. Was she talking about the fact that she drank? And birthday party meant concert. No, because the birthday party, what we called Beyonce's birthday party was Beyonce's actual concert like a few weeks ago. Right. Oh, but she was at Beyonce's actual birthday party. And what's funny is there's so much like, there's so much parasocial like engagement with the semiotics of like Beyonce, Jay-Z, Kanye, Kim, that era, which is now like a fucking vintage era. But this thing of like Beyonce hates Kim. And we don't really know what Beyonce thinks of Kim. There's not a lot of photos of Beyonce and Kim. And Mm -hmm. ones that exist, like they don't look like best friends. Mm -hmm. But they did use a Beyonce song that was licensed for, was it this season? No, it was last season. Mm -hmm. The skating thing. Time flies. Well, they make you think that time flies, but that was actually like within this year. That kind of shit speeds up our own day-to-day conception of time. Yes. Because they think of years and seasons. So like we start to too. Right. And if seasons are every like few months or so, it's so like manipulative because it's just shifting the, the like consciousness onto like whatever. Of what we see of their like, of their like circus of content it's yeah like, wow, so much is happening they move so quickly they grow so quickly that's true and in a way it's we're probably more easy to manipulate now because the world of content is like the fact is maybe we're not all watching the kardashians okay but we most of this if you're listening to this then you're on a grid you're mm-hmm. on an instagram you're on a tiktok and that shit has shattered our our dimensions of time 
But it's like, that's just like geeking me out right now because the turnaround is what I'm like focused on right how, now. How it's, it's, you don't see shows have turnarounds that quick ever, even in this age of streamers where there's content like shitting out of every hole that the universe has. Yeah, no, they're, 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 they're kind of collapsing the line between former constructs of like network television and cable like slated programming. They're bringing those models to then the day-to-day reality of social media mm-hmm. and like just like very accelerated content production that is pretty unfiltered and like maybe curated. We're thinking about it, but it's like fast. You post, you click post and they're like clicking posts to their reality show mm-hmm. into their lives. Therefore, Mm-hmm. yeah and like they have it down and that but that also means that like there also has to be intention and like even if it's all fluff like they're defining their lives with each season too but it's just the, the relationship to seasons it's like literally seasonal it's like this is the kardashians like winter and spring yeah. you know it's not like coming up next season like after a year of filming i know what you're saying yeah for sure um so so basically she name drops dancing at beyonce's birthday and so I, I'm assuming some will say, is that a subtweet at Kanye that she's been bringing in Beyonce to her brand even more again? Because for a while she kind of stepped back when like he was sad about Jay-Z not liking him, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's, she's just buddying up to Beyonce. We haven't really seen reciprocity to it, but that's happening. Then we're going into, we're just taking you guys through like our like little notes through as we watched. Um, Chloe and Tristan are explaining that they're not together. Chloe has boundaries. She has dignity after everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just roommates because he's living with her. And because he's getting his house fixed up and his mom recently passed and his brother has moved in. And Amari, his brother, is kind of like a non-consenting character because he can't really give consent. But we see a lot. They keep using the same picture of Chloe mm-hmm. with her melanoma on her face next to Amari. It's definitely content they're throwing at the public, knowing the public will grapple with what to do with it. Right. Like, there's probably more discussion that will probably have to happen as the season goes on, but there's, like, I really want to dig into the Kim at Harvard moment, but I just want to acknowledge that, and I'm sure you all have thoughts on it, too. But also, like, maybe, like, no one's going to know what to say. It's one of those Kardashian things where it's, like, they're aligning themselves with, like, a marginalized group or a vulnerable group, and it's kind of, like, they're speaking of it with respect, but then you're seeing it on mediated on the show. It's the same picture we keep seeing of like, and it's like, then how there, it's just, there's, it's not, a, it's a very nebulous place to go. Totally. One thing, one more thing I'll say about the Chloe Tristan factor is Chris is speaking to it. And she says, I don't know if they'll get back together. I don't have a crystal ball. And just picturing Chris Jenner with a crystal ball when the whole, I think, joke of Chris Jenner is that there's a scheme, there's a vision of the plan of the future, you know? Right. She like manufactured the crystal ball. Right. Right. That's like her personalized KJ crystal ball. Yeah. And, like she sees what's on it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that was like the wink. That was like a like, you all know, I think that I do think I have a crystal ball, but I'm going to say I don't. Like, do we think that's supposed to be like, maybe they will get back together? I think they were late a few seasons ago when Chloe was really sad and like her heartbreak about Tristan was like really driving whatever season it was. I forgot. They wrapped up the season. Was it season one? I don't know. You guys tell me. They wrapped up the season by saying, one day Chloe will have her fairy tale. And it was like, oh my gosh, you guys are thinking ahead to like season 20 of the Hulu Kardashians when maybe Chloe does like finally have a wedding special. Yeah. You know? Oh my God. <laughs> so, I mean, they're not going to be able to call this a fairy tale if they need to get back together. They're not. There's no way to like build Tristan up that much, but 
I think they're open to any possibility, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Does it matter? Does it fucking matter? But like, I think that people are engaged, like are Tristan and Chloe back together. There are a lot of times where I'm like, yeah, they're just doing the most. They're pulling every Kardashian stuff they can to like kind of narrativize Tristan and justify Tristan's role in the group. And like, they're going to like, for the sake of her dignity, say you're not together and just like, just scaffold all of this with like explanations for why he's around all the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And because this isn't going to help Chloe find another man. Public, public facing narratives like it kind of feels like maybe she's kind of given up or accepted it or they have some kind of arrangement that we are not supposed to know about we don't need to know about right i don't really care i think it's like a spectacle and like tristan kind of cracks me up with like how he is on camera so it is what it is i mean just when you were talking that's interesting that like even in the like spectrum of the sisters and how they aesthetically and conceptually give us different things and da, 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 that's a whole point mm-hmm. like even chloe kind of has the more tabloidy yes. dramas or at least they, pra- they package her dramas more tabloidy mm-hmm. just like she has the more like mall store yes. and like you know yes it's like truly in every facet of her life and brand it's like more democratic right yeah Mm-hmm. That's wild. No, Chloe. Chloe like kind of does bear the burden of a certain like thing for the brand, but she also has as much a right to like pre- freak out like Courtney and be like, "I've had enough of being used." Oh in my this god! Way. Yeah, Courtney. Like in the grand scheme of things, Courtney got to just like take little vitamins and shit. Um. So the big thing is Kim's going to Harvard. She's getting even more legitimate. She's going to an Ivy League campus because she is being studied. They're excited to see to put show Kim against the backdrop of an Ivy League campus aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I will say, Kim coming for academia and being excited that a class is studying her feels close for comfort for me. Listen, I've worked so hard on this project. I do want to leave American like Kardashian studies. You know what I mean? Like sure. I do want to be remembered as like one of the early voices and specifically identifying the postmodernism of their project. And so obviously I was almost like relieved, like, okay, it's Harvard business school. I hope one day I'm teaching a class on all this stuff. I Mm -hmm. hope that like the same way, like Taylor Swift classes get some excitement in the press. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. That's what I hope. I do hope that like I have the opportunity to really close this chapter of my life with Kardashian studies with those check points, teaching a class, putting the image of for you all of Kim in an academic setting, but then they get five steps ahead of me, of course, every time. I mean, like they always are five steps ahead, but I wonder like what got them into the head space of like knowing that that would be a good. That that's next. Yeah. That like, that's an industry or not industry, but that's like an area that they should also colonize. Yeah, exactly. I mean, perhaps they've been on Kardashian colloquium. Well, to be honest, you guys, they did watch my stories once, but we won't go too into that. We'll they see. know. We'll see. The point is they, they are aware clearly that academia is a new domain yes. to, be, to be seen at, in their little suits. And like, it's interesting that politics came first. It's actually like politics is probably like an easier jump to make because it's like all entertainment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then academia is a little bit more niche. Where you're, where you're processing the relationships between those two forces. And so they don't show her in the classroom. They don't see the lecture happen, but then there's like a special. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Went where they pull like like 10 of the students and then have Kim sit in front of them and let them ask her personal questions. Yeah, do like a mini like QA. Yeah. Um, where it's like now Kim is positioned as the professor. Probably because like they didn't want to put the Harvard professor on the pressure of being on camera doing a lecture. Like, for like millions of people. Yeah. So they said that. Well, up. and it's also like that doesn't serve the show as much. Like there's not as much to like like more editing is involved in whittling down a presentation that was ultimately for just a class yes. to narrativize it yes. so that like it can be for millions of people. And to make it, yes, more accessible to the full masses, which <gasps> means honing it to Kim, which gets us to the next thing. That which she means I wonder if literally they chose the students that like asked her good questions in class. I bet the producers were like, you, you, you. Yes, you. absolutely. And then that brings us to some of the questions the students were saying. Kim goes on a kind of rambling monologue when a student asks, what drives you to keep going? And there's a few things to say about this. So I'll like list them and then we'll go in depth. One, she goes, oh, that's like what Courtney's been asking me a lot. And so it's a very existential question. It's not just like, what drives you? Like what is, because when people ask successful people that question, often it's what drives you so that I can figure out how to like emulate it. Mm-hmm. When people ask Kim that, they're interrogating a more powerful machine they're like why why on an existential level does this not stop why does it keep getting bigger which is a testament to power right um and how disturbing it is and you and how kind of set apart she's been made as a symbol of capitalism but Mm -hmm. like it's almost like people hate her more than they hate capitalism at the end of the day for sure um she shamelessly makes herself the face of capitalism yes Totally. And it's only made her stronger. Yes. Like capitalism has tits now. Yeah. Like that is an A plus plus. If you're into capitalism, of course. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> I for, And this is a note that I have and I forgot if it's an answer to the what drives you to keep going. But I just want to emphasize to you guys so hard. Like that is what also is behind the people that admire Kim. What drives her? The people that hate Kim. What why does capitalism not stop? Like it's really, it's about a force bigger than Kim, but she's made herself the face and body of it. And then they hate her more than they understand it. And it's mm-hmm. just, you know, or not that they understand it, then they can comprehend it. Right. Because, because like can, none of us ultimately can. None of us ultimately can. But if I think people tried to 
in a different way, they wouldn't be like wanting to like hate fuck Kim Kardashian so much. Right. You know, that's sorry. I know that's like a hot date. Is it? I can't keep, I, don't know I literally, I'm not on the internet. Actually, I just literally show up for this podcast. So I don't know. Like I can't keep track of what's a hot take or not. We're not allowed to have a semblance of like rationalizing away hatred of Kim, you know? Right, right, right. right. Um, but that's, I'm past that too at this point. Cause I know that we have enough healthy, very healthy critique of the whole thing as well. Absolutely. Um, like the proofs and the blood babes. Yes. So I forgot even what she said. What drive, I don't think she can. I don't think Kim can coherently answer what drives her though. I don't because I didn't take any notes on like her answer to the question. She had a joke about Courtney. Do you remember? She kind of, if I remember, had kind of, like an articulate but roundabout answer of, about kind of like loving that she can have positive influence. Like basically, I keep I want my reach to expand because that means like my positive influence can, which is very <laughs> like packaged globalization capitalist like this is the for the good of everyone right my like dominance my shapewear is gonna change the world but then she's talking about how she has these causes and she talks about cases like legal cases with her criminal justice reform and then her business oh that's what she says yeah yeah. basically my reach will be able to like be like would will fuel me for like fuel eyes on all the stuff all the stuff that the good stuff that i can do with my power basically she said she was embarrassed when she was and i thought this was so interesting because it's actually not a very compelling anecdote that i was so scared to go to the white house the day after i posted a bikini pic and she was like i was scared they'd just seen the bikini pic and were like laughing at me or something and then she realized she didn't care she in quotes like wanted to be myself still and still be authentic so like the bikini pic equals authenticity so already that to me is like i don't know that that's an, a, a legitimate equivalency of bikini fit equals authentic. But I guess authentic in the sense of your body is, but then her body's not authentic. So, right. But I thought it was interesting that she basically admits to baiting people into engaging with more meaningful or complicated content, like stuff about legal cases with bikini pictures. That is, is nuanced. Well, no one, that's ultimately what she was actually saying. That's what she was saying. Yeah. That's interesting. Sex sells. We're mad at someone for selling sex, but then, but then at the same time, then there's a whole world of like critique of her approach to activism for sure. But that goes back to the impact versus intent because there is impact. Is it systemic? She can't quite do that yet. Right now it serves her as much as it serves those that she helps to like do this activism for sure. There's like a mutuality and like one could argue that it's, it's exploitative because it's being mediated. Well, right. I was just about to say like, is is the goal ever actually to make it systemic? I think it's like right now it is like at this weird point and what it may likely be is just that it's like PR for yeah. her larger machine. Of like Kim everywhere in every genre, every industry, every issue. Well, and basically like the same way that like companies, you know, make charitable donations as tax write-offs. Right. No, you no, know? totally. But also it's a fucking presidential campaign that starts today when she hasn't announced that she's running in 10 years. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's that there, I wish I should start like writing down certain scenes that to me are landmark scenes, period. Like in the bigger, bigger story. I mean, that's what my book, that's kind of the idea. Mm-hmm. And this to me actually is one, the Harvard business visit, just like saying that bikini picks to bait people to care about the other stuff. For sure. So we are going to solve that today, but like, so that brings us to then Kim putting a lot more time. And didn't I tell you guys that 
more screen time would be devoted to the criminal justice reform and legal stuff in future seasons. Here we are. She sets up like a very formal kind of academic panel about to, in quotes, bring awareness to um, an incarcerated man that she is her latest kind of person that she wants to help named Kevin Keith. What's interesting is like his family is not at the panel. I don't even know who was interviewing her at this panel, but it's kind of her talking about the importance of criminal justice reform. That felt like very like Daniel J. Borson pseudo event. Like we're going to have a panel to talk about my latest case. It could have, I feel like it could have been any case kind of, and it was like more to create a, to have a scene in the show of Kim Mm -hmm. stating her case, stating her manifesto for it all. And then we see her meeting with his family and it's that like difficult thing of, we're seeing Kim, who has been accused of cultural appropriation through the years, interact with this Black family who's going through this major trauma, and everyone's thanking her. You can, I felt from watching it like a real restraint from her. I think there was like a real intention and like carefulness and how she, and I'm not applauding this. I'm just saying like, this is- You're observing I'm it. observing that there is, Kim showed- a lot of like restraint and self-consciousness, not in like an insecure, like on a self-conscious way, but like when people thanked her, she really like projected a presidential poise right. of like, we're here to like strength. It was very like Kennedy. Yeah. She, whatever, whatever, somebody said something and then she said, she paused and then she's like, well, I'm listening or yes. well, we're going to change that or yes. something. And it, it, it did feel very like, rehearsed on the road presidential Mm -hmm. like you're meeting you're on you're on the ground meeting people yeah yeah and then like when they kind of give the end game of I, i don't know if it was that there was some kind of like progress in his case at the end she got the news while she was in an interview and they didn't show her being like woohoo like he's out or woohoo like something good happened or like wow i did it or like good job kim they didn't show any of that it I think the producer said something like, wow, so that some, it worked or like you, you made an impact. And she was just like, she didn't really smile that much. It was very serious. She yeah. showed, she projected a lot of seriousness. Mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of, there was more of a spectacled reality show approach when it was still like a novel thing of Kim doing this and it might outrage people. And is it good or is it bad or what is it? Now it's like, she's kind of reclaiming like her position in it. And like, she's projecting like, deal with it. I'm here. I'm doing this and I'm serious about it. Yeah. Whether people accept that or not is its own thing. I think it's going to be an eternal conversation about celebrity activism. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is I notice a tonal shift. That's my point. Yeah, no, I mean the tonal shift was objectively apparent. Exactly. Um, well, damn, we kind of did it right. Yeah. We watched this episode and we were kind of like, damn, like not a lot happened. This is a very fluffy one and there's no American Horror Story to talk about. So what are we going to do? But you know what? The Harvard business thing was a fractal into a lot of other shit. Absolutely. So uh, this was good. Mm-hmm. We're just like doing our thing and it's like really amazing. Yeah. Oh, NPC? NPC. NPC is definitely the martini butler that came down the stairs with Chris. The NPCs that are the oh, right. She like entered the room. She's like, "Hi guys!" <laughs> and there was like literally a butler with martini ingredients. Yes, like, like holding a tray. And that makes two in a row NPCs that were funny because it was the Kardashians like coming through a threshold with like someone coming in after them. Why is that funny? <laughs> See, it's like a picture is worth a thousand words, right? You know, 
Exactly. It's like the emblem, they're like emblematic of everything in that moment. It's like a meme. It, it is the essence of why it's funny to people that we do an NPC shtick. Right. You know what I mean? Because totally. like we all like can feel for those NPCs in the Kardashians and Ulacrum, and that's like the trailing. It's like it is like a photo. It's like a three D photograph of the simulation. You see the threshold in the pic. Yes. You know. Yeah. Shout out to the Martini guy, and then he drops something. You know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Ooh, like, like stumbling with it. Oh, you know who a backup NPC is too? The guy at Harvard Business, since I'm obviously obsessed with that scene who was parodying and he was i think like an accomplished harvard man oh my god like talk about like mr tomato head like (laughs) literally bright red such a pick me like well you're just so just why don't you show this amazing well-spoken hot and sexy (laughs) vibe kim no for sure and the the thing is those people need kim as much as she needs them in a way because like those are the checkpoints that legitimize her entrance to these in, these industries and mediums. Um, and what did he say? He said, you're so misunderstood. What's it like to be so misunderstood? And that was interesting because he was parodying. He was really participating in the, the mythology building that Kim is out to do. Like that is like how she sees herself. And it's hard because like she has dominated, she's made it, she's not an underdog anymore, but it's true that people still see her in these novel, apparently inappropriate spaces that and she made that's why she made her Elle Woods joke. What like it's hard mm-hmm. when the Harvard scene opened. She leans into everyone. That's why we're not gonna we're not in the business of underestimating Kim here. And people sometimes think that is an applauding or endorsement of her, but it's because we're realists, right? It's you just know? like you know, insanity is doing the same thing. Expecting a different result. Like this is the scientific method at work, guys. <laughs> yes. And you know what? We're still in hypothesis mode, but you see something over and over. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So he's the backup NPC because he did his part. He played his part as the representative of Harvard accepting Kim. And he's definitely in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard, honestly, though, like people, I everyone at Harvard looked nervous that she was there. No, for sure. Like, yeah. it was just, like, so funny because it was, like, giggity, 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 like, ooga. Like, but, like, in, like, a Harvard business way. It's, like, yeah. fucking relax. Okay, well, anyways, I honestly, like, I really, truly have to figure out I don't even understand myself, the schedule and the timeline of all of these things we're, like, talking about vis-a-vis, yeah. like, when we get access to them. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know like when you guys, the listeners will be listening to this, but like definitely next time you listen to us, there will be some AHS discussion. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be interesting. I mean, again, their plan was clearly to unroll these shows at the same time so that almost the shows were in dialogue with one another. That's, I mean, there's no way that wasn't the plan. Yeah. So the strike is going to disrupt some stuff, I think in their narrative, the narrative. And I think, it's now the job's on all of us to find the threads together in a way. So that's interesting. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh you know what? No, no. What? Anyways, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Ah, uh, yes. That has to got to bring that back. I'm sorry. I love it. If you don't remember, that's a quote from the Truman Show that it, well, we have not been able to actually like, systematize on this podcast. But Michelle like has expressed interest in wanting to try to say that at the end of this podcast. I'm gonna make it happen. Okay, well that's then up you, to me to remember. Yeah, then do it, girl. <laughs> okay. okay, bye. Bye. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.